Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. I will be your egotistical player. Hi, worship me. Alex Finn. I beat Trover Saves the Universe, and we did not save the universe. I that, It was lies. Spoilers, but this game came out like three to four years ago. And Stace Babcock. I've just been playing New World obsessively. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> the world? Literally nothing. Yeah. <laughs> What's your gear score? Well, I have an average expertise of 530 now, but an average gear score of 590, which is good. Wasn't your New Year's resolution for next year to get it to 600? You're almost there. Well, thank you for asking. Uh, there's going to be <laughs> a patch soon that is going to make it so that it doesn't matter what gear score is on your gear. What matters is your expertise level per item. And so there will be... I'm, and there's like, yeah, it's like the average of halfway between your expertise and the gear score of the item or something like that. So there's going to be a nerf and reduction in power uh, coming soon. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Hey, Samson, what dice are you rolling tonight? Right now, I have my non-diehard dice die out because that's what was in my tray while I was moving stuff around. But were I a wise man, I would have my <laughs> mythic diehard die set, which you can also get at Diehard Dice with our offer code, Floors Wanted. We have a code that you should use and get 10% off your order with Diehard Dice and get some delicious dice for your board table game. We should all get weird ad-reading voices, I'm just saying. <laughs> and do it like a ShamWow commercial. Yeah. Gotta get some helium balloons. Do you guys remember Head On? Is it the light cleaning, like, for the car? No, it was like this tube of, like, it was like a chapstick thing that you, like, applied oh. on your forehead. Head On! Applied directly to the forehead, and it, like, got rid of, like, your headaches oh, or I something. This oh, I thought you were talking oh, about right, something like... Yeah liquid hair fibers like i can now just imagine someone like painting a hairline across their forehead <laughs> Simba. no more five head only yeah. a three yeah and then there were all those head-on photo memes of people like with like the klingon foreheads and things like that yeah good times okay cool yeah thanks to diehard dice for supporting the show so who remembers what happened last time I am going to pick on Samson. All right. So the three of us are still kind of off on our own, doing our own thing. Nyx is currently being held in, is she below the kitchens of the Proving Grounds? I think so. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's in a holding room that's probably below the kitchens. Not sure. Um, she's apparently having visions of like a lamprey attacking Mama J and gulps a crusher. What does that mean? Oh, uh, one of the, uh, crusher people that were like kind of keeping her locked down, she just eats. Yeah. That was fun. Dope. Mm -hmm. Um, and then at some point, Josekin left a traveler's plate in the room that was meant to draw Nix's mom and Nix's mom did kind of show up for a little bit, but Nix, uh, broke the plate. Nix's mom is gone now. And then I think Nix kind of passed out for a little bit. Because she just ate a crusher. She managed not to fall asleep, but she was, like, hindered and sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's what Nyx is dealing with. Some just light interrogation methods. They're not really working at the moment, so she's doing all right. Cha-Cha, on the other hand, has gone back to the Proving Grounds. Bastion is going on a sanctioned killing spree. And 
And I made things so much better. Until Jima showed up with a knife to Heyu's throat. I think Chacha talked Jima out or into letting Heyu go. No. No? All right. <laughs> at some, I don't remember the details, but at some point, Heyu at least got out of the way so that Chacha could start trying to like mutate Jima, hoping to like kind of lock her down with some bad mutations. Instead, just some fantastic mutations for the killer that is Jima. Three in a row, even. We made her better, stronger, faster. Yeah. I think she has a finger stinger now. She's got mm-hmm. like better speed or something. Like her arthritis is gone, and I can't remember what the third one was. She's got regeneration. That was the last one we regeneration. Hit her with. And then there's another regeneration. one. Regeneration. I can't remember what the third one is. She was spitting spines. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. <laughs> and then I think Chacha tried to like bait Jima into like following her, but Jima was like, no. And then like left to go find Nyx because mm-hmm. Chacha tried to call the monstrous Buddy Cop and Buddy Cop is coming. Yeah. We're go- I would try to do a kaiju battle, but one kaiju would not cooperate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the episode ended with <laughs> Jima knocking on Nyx's cell door. So that's going to be an encounter. Mm. As for Dilly, Dilly is at the safe house and they are going to try to, after hearing um, about what Chacha did or did not do, they're going to try to go find her. Prentice is there. Uh, Dilly now has an Azure Rock from Prentice. And that's about it. All the interesting stuff is being done by Chacha and Nix for the moment. So that's where we're at. Mm. So, Dilly, you guys are heading out to try to catch up with Cha-Cha. And you guys were were already going that way. But one of the things is, is that you're trying to track her down. So obviously, given that she's already got a head start, walking is a stupid idea. And instead, each of you is riding something that is a little bit like if an ostrich ran through a Crayola factory. (laughs) Like it's just multicolored, but it's still an ostrich. And it's, it's sort of scaly. It has some larger spines coming off of its head. Mm-hmm. And it is, you guys are racing on these steeds with two legs. I mean, racing is the wrong word, but you're moving at a good clip, much faster than you guys could walk, heading towards where they believe Cha-Cha was going. Yeah. Cool. Dilly is holding onto Dear Life on the neck, just bouncing wildly. I don't think he's leading it. Whoever is Apprentice or Vlad or who is... It is Stannis and Vlad that are with you right now. All right. You know that you, that you are only one of the groups that are going out. Oh, okay. Well, still, Dilly's bouncing, holding on for dear life, hoping for his... I'm just imagining the uh, bird from Up, Kevin, was it? I'm imagining uh, Dilly's Kevin <laughs> is following the other two. Also, just yeah. so listeners are aware, Dilly has left Manta behind at the safe house for now, because I imagine Manta can't come with if we're taking Kevin's. I feel like that might be anxiety-inducing for Manta. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you you get the feeling that Manta probably physically could keep up, but whether or not Manta emotionally would be able yeah. to keep up the pace and stay calm during all of this is a whole other thing. Yeah. So, p- before Dilly left, Dilly put, like, a nice hot cup of tea in front of Manta and just kind of, like, snuggled him up in a corner somewhere with Maribel, Mariabel, whoever the uh, watcher of the safe house was. Mm-hmm. So that's where Manta is, in case anybody asks. Yeah. And instantly, the way that Manta enjoys tea is Manta kind of goes, like, shifts and goes 
almost like vertical above it and opens their mouth scoop and just sort of like catches the steam coming up. That's how they enjoy tea. Oh, nice. So Dilly, you guys are running through the woods. Stannis and Vlad are a little ways ahead of you, but your mount is keeping up even if you're having a hard time keeping a grip. <laughs> Dilly is very sore. Yeah. You hear a voice in your head that says, this is uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, it's uncomfortable to experience. <laughs> you mind if I take the wheel and make this a little bit more comfortable for both of us? Oh, okay. Okay. Shadow immediately drapes around your form, and like it's almost instantaneous. Like how quickly your legs pull up and fit into a position to hold you sort of relatively comfortably. Mm-hmm on the mount. And if anything, the mount seems to, like, noticing that there's some more certainty, seems to move forward a little bit faster. Can't imagine what Vlad and Stannis are even thinking when they see this rainbow bird with, like, a like a mantle of shadow. Yeah, I mean, I think Stannis peeks back and makes a surprised face and yells to Vlad. Vlad peeks back and just looks at her, and you can't hear what they're saying, because they're a little too far ahead, but Dilly, you looking out from through Aster's eyes right now. Steve Lod make a face just like this sort of like, just don't ask and it'll be better. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you guys are rushing along your way. It's not going to be an immediate thing. You guys know you're going to have to stop along the way mm-hmm. at some point in camp, but you're you're cruising along that way. Cha-cha, you are just outside the Proof of Grabs. You ran away from Jima hoping that she would follow and you look back over and she was not following. She was gone. I guess we're going to have to follow Jima just because we did send an improved killing machine after Nick's accident. <laughs> not, we didn't really mean it. We tried to kill Jima, but didn't work because we wanted that XP so bad. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So the good news here is that you had heard a little bit from Hey You, just like Jima did, enough to kind of have a vague idea of where Nick's is being held. So your role to try to follow her is not going to be against Jima's stealth or anything like that. Just lucky for you. Instead, it is going to be more an intellect role to kind of put two and two together about where in the Proving Grounds you're actually going to, considering that like you didn't get to stick around for an enormous amount of time during the scoping out yes. of the situation. So I'm going to make this an intellect role of not... Okay. Zoom in so I can actually read this character sheet. Um, I'm going to use a free level of effort. Okay, six. I got a 15. Okay, cool. So you are heading over towards the sort of kitchen building as best you can figure it out. As you are approaching, you do find two more dead bodies. One appears to be sort of just slumped lightly against the wooden door, like almost like they were stabbed discreetly and kind of left propped up. The other one appears to have been torn open quite viciously from neck to pelvis. Awesome. Is there like any sign that it was Jima who did it? The more violent death does not appear to be Jima, or at least you don't, it's nothing you would have seen her go to that extent before. I mean, I would say Chacha's a nano. She's she's seen some things. I I think, you know, Jima doesn't really waste Mm. movement. So you suspect that maybe the one that was sort of propped gently against the side was killed by her, possibly. I mean, it could have been somebody else, but that's more her style than this other one that was just ripped open. Okay. 
And Cha-Cha, could you give me some sort of perception-based roll of nine? What if I just don't want to see it? <laughs> Pick the wrong foci for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a 12. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like I literally know. your thing, is that I you know. see things. <laughs> I was like, maybe I just don't want to see anymore. You do hear some commotion from one side of the encampment, and you notice that there are... You don't know much about, you know, necessarily the differences. I mean, you've, you've definitely seen these uniforms before, but you definitely see some soldiers in some sort of navarine livery and armor kind of pushing their way into the Proving Grounds in the midst of all this chaos. Ah. Uh. And you do see some of the... some of Nix's brethren, like trying to keep them from entering, trying to hold them back. And they are, they, they do do some damage. They do incapacitate one of these soldiers, but they do it at a cost of three others. Oh, it's not efficient. And yeah, you're not sure if these were just like students or, you know, if they were full members, you don't know. But then there's all this other chaos going on, which honestly, you know, you and Bastion have a hand in. So there's not really a concerted defense against them, which is why they're being able to push in. Well, I don't, like, envision Cha-Cha running out there, kind of, like, Braveheart, like, I'll lead you all. I feel like Cha-Cha's more focused Mm -hmm. on the Nyx-oriented mission of Oopsie Doodle. I accidentally sent a murderous Jima with improvements after my bestest friend. Yeah. So are you trying to then go into this kitchen building and try to find a way down? Yeah. Are you just going in or are you trying to be stealthy just about it? Just going in. Like, it's chaos. Okay. Evens rots. I'm feeling odd today. Okay. Samson, roll die. Tell me if you get even rot. <gasps> Natural one. Nice. I'm like, that doesn't impact me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you go in and it is nuts. Like, the, there's nobody in the kitchen really paying attention. Like, you know, even you in your cloak and like lime green romper uh, <laughs> are really not noticed in the midst of all this. I mean, there are some of the dishes that are clearly like smoking because they've been unattended in the midst of all this chaos. And you start making your way unimpeded back through the kitchens, trying to find a way down. Nix, you're in this room and blood has been seeping under the door <laughs> and you've heard the knock and you've heard Jima say your name. So Nix is going to lay down on the ground and brace her good, like, her foot against the door and, like, fully send her body and just, she's going to do her best to brace the door and not let Jima in if Jima tries to open it. Okay. You hear a little rattling at the doorknob and then a moment later a little clicking sound like metal being tickled inside the lock and then you hear the latching mechanism slide open. And then you feel the first push against your foot. Oh, yeah. Nick's brace is hardcore. There's another harder push, slightly a thump. Nothing that you can't handle yet. And then you hear a voice again from Nick's childish. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, don't want to die today necessarily. Like, it wasn't really in my plans. Uh, it won't be today, Nix. So, uh, what, like, your whole apology, like, gave the strong impression, Jima, that you were, like, here to kill me. Eventually, but I need to collect the whole thing. So I'm going to need your help. What do you mean, like, the whole thing? You and I are going to go on a little trip, Nix. We're going to go visit your parents. Oh. It'll be just like old times. 
Well, no, I not like. I mean, I get what. You, yeah, I get. I mean, I understand what you're referencing, but like not quite like old times. I don't think. Suppose that depends on how this conversation goes, huh? And this time you feel a much harder thump against the door. Like for a moment, like you feel like it, it stings in your knee a little bit. You're holding it back, but it's not easy. You know, you could just like maybe if you like could just tell the queen that I really don't like have any plans against her or really anything against her in general. Like it was only about my parents. It, it was never about the queen. Can't do that, Nix. I need that boon. What do you need it for? There's another slam against the door, and this time I need you to roll for it. Okay. So she's still not putting her all into it. So it's a six, but you're hindered because you're sleepy, and you're also hindered because you only have one leg. So you're at a 12. Uh, my free level of might. Mm-hmm. And then I'll spend one more. Okay, so that brings it down to six. Six. Okay. You manage to hold it. The door does not open. And she, you hear a sigh from the other side of the door. Clearly, the door is thick enough that hearing a sigh, like somebody has to be verbalizing the sigh very dramatically. You know, it's not, this is a performative sigh. It's not just somebody, you know, having a moment to themselves. And she says, you know, Nick's the longer it takes me to get in there, the more frustrated I'll be when I reach you. Jima, that is like, that was like a threat. Wow. And... But no, yeah, I'm not going to let you in, I don't think. Nix, the only way you live through this night is if you leave these grounds with me. What makes you say that? Something's tearing apart the people here. I can't even see it. And the Queen's guards have used it as an opportunity to push inward. I mean, their uh, Queen's guards probably aren't here to kill me either, though, right? Like, they probably want the whole, whole shebang. I'm sure they do. Would you rather go in their car? I mean, I would rather not, like, go with anybody, you know? I'd rather just... Your choice is to go or to die. I mean, so you're saying that if I don't go with you, you will kill me? I just want to be, like, crystal clear, Jima. I'm saying you don't survive this unless you leave under with somebody's protection. This is more than you can handle, Nix. And one difference between me and anybody else right now is I know where they put your leg. Um, Nix is going to insight, Jima, on all this shit. That's totally fair. That is totally fair. This will be an 18. Okay. Social drops it to a 12. Probably hindered by one step since it's through a door, so you don't have any body language to go off of. Okay. Next will be confident. Okay. So wait, so we're back to a six? Wait, no, 12? Nine? 12. One level of intellect effort. Okay, so now we're down to a nine. 12. She doesn't seem to be lying. You get the feeling that she she says it in this voice of like, satisfaction that, you know, and honestly, you're not used to Jima being like this anyway. That's not, it's not consistent. She's always had this sort of fronts the wrong word, but only like only one side of her personality she's really ever shown while you were, you know, visiting Italia or when she was gardening at your parents' house or anything like that. But you get the impression, like it's sort of a sound of satisfaction. It's like, she knows it's a big deal that she knows where it is. It's got sort of that smirk in it. That's sort of like, I don't have to lie about this. Because it's something I absolutely know you need and want. And, like, Nix is confident that she's not there to kill her today. You get the impression that that's legit. However, I will say this. You do think that it's probably not today. You never would have thought Jima would have been somebody who would try to kill you in the past. Like, so you're trying to essentially sort out this side of her from scratch. So it's not something that you can necessarily put 
like the certainty of years of association behind it. Right. But you also know logically, because you know that like whatever Jima's, whether this is just a side of Jima or Jima's true side or whatever it is, it's cold and calculating. You do know that if she figures out where your parents are exactly, she probably wouldn't kill you unless you became more trouble than you were worth. And then she probably wouldn't hesitate. Like, it'll be a clear, like, there is an accounting, there is an arithmetic to her, you think, that she's probably not here to kill you today, but, like, it's just a measure of, like, where the numbers fall out and how she measures your usefulness versus liability. Gma, there's just, uh, just, uh, one thing. How about you bring my leg down here first, and then, uh, then we'll talk. There's a long, long pause, and... I am going to draw a card from the Zeus deck. Oh, I was going to ask if it was still in play. Ooh. Ooh. I have no idea what this will do. Whispering Lover. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Just play some Careless Whisper. New, 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 new. <laughs> Love, romance, partnership, loved ones, relationships. Suggests a bond in place or one that could form. Could be a positive or a negative one. So there's this long pause. And then Jima says, I suppose we'll have to learn to trust each other at least a little bit in all this. And then you hear something fiddling in the lock again, and you hear the latch snap shut. And she says, I'll be back, Nix, very soon. And if she walks away, you don't hear the footsteps. Yeah, I mean, Nix doesn't change her positioning. Mm -hmm. What she's really trying to do is buy time and potentially get her leg. Mm Mm-hmm. But she's not letting up off the door, especially since she couldn't hear the footsteps. Okay. Cha-cha, so you start making your way through the kitchens and you find what appears to be like a simple stairway sort of leading down a floor. It's not even that. Stairway is the wrong word. There's sort of like just a ladder between the two floors. And and there's sort of like a little, like next to it, there's like a little like tray and pulley, theoretically for maybe like raising and lowering ingredients that need to get to the kitchen. It would make sense that probably some of the stuff is stored underground. So you go down the steps and you are walking around down here. And there's just seems to be a lot of storerooms and other rooms. There's like maybe, you know, two sets of hallways here, things like that. From here, there's no obvious sign of Jima. If you were going to try to track Jima, it would be like you would be doing like literal tracking rolls. Or you could try to, hey, you wasn't really specific enough about which hallway to use. So you could either just try to make a choice. You could, you've got some sort of ability or skill you think would help you. Oh, God, no. What skill? No, 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 no. And for some reason, like when you were describing this ladder down, it reminded me of this house I almost bought where to the attic... It was such a steep incline. They literally did have a, like a ladder almost leaned against the wall to get up there and a rope that you could also hold. You were going up these stairs. I was just like, this is, this is, this is perfect. Yeah. I'm good. Left, left, eh, left. Okay. So you start walking down the left hand corridor and Samson roll die. Tell me if you get even or odd. Uh, I rolled a one again. So odd. Okay. So, Alex, you're kind of going down this hallway, and then you see just a fraction of a second, and then you'll have to decide what you want to do. You see 
because you just saw her before, Jima's roped figure getting ready to enter that alleyway heading towards one of the doors. What would you like to do? I guess stealth behind her? Well, she's in front of you now. Oh. Mm. And she's going to end up like she's kind of turning. She hasn't seen you yet, but like in order to get to wherever she's going, she's going to have to be turning and facing your direction, Mahalson. Is there anywhere to hide? I mean, there are doors around you. You you haven't really checked any of them yet. Go to the nearest door and try and open it. Okay. Because you told me to. The CDC told me to. <laughs> Even throughout. Um, ah. Uh... Okay. Stace will die. 18. Well, hi, Jima. Okay. Okay. The door is unlocked. You open it and slip in. <laughs> and Jima's already in there. Jima <laughs> teleports door as soon you. as you close it. <laughs> There is a small storeroom upon which you see a display of six nine-inch plates of a pale ceramic. Can I steal their NASCAR plates? (gasps) (laughs) Signed by Guy Fieri. Yeah, you just want to grab them off there and put them in your bag? Yeah, we're stealing the NASCAR plates. What are you going to do? Okay, they come right off. They go straight in your bag. Is there anything else awesome besides those plates? No, nothing else awesome besides those plates in here. I mean, the stand that they were on was pretty cool, but that's going to be, like, too big for your bat. Yeah, it's going to be a little cumbersome. Yeah, I mean, that was, like, clearly, like, carved by an artisan. They spent money on this, and I took their Dale Earnhardt plate. Yeah, and it has, like, all sorts of, like, compass rose imagery. You make me Carved in it, and then also, like, a variety of designs carved into it that represent like you've really only seen nix's tattoos in detail and a little bit of hey yous but like there's enough variation here you get the feeling that like i think you've been with nix long enough that either nix in one of her extensive like storytelling sessions while you guys have walked Mm -hmm. somewhere has probably mentioned at some point that the difference in tattoos for different schools at the order i think that's fair stace sure daniel did you actually hear what I said? No. That it's fair that in the long walks where Nyx regales them with stories, at some point she's probably mentioned that the different tattoo designs for different schools. Oh, yeah. and it, But how well Dilly and Cha-Cha listened is totally on them. Yeah. Oh, that's not a real point. I'm going to say that Cha-Cha... <laughs> Sorry. Well, so this is the thing. I mean, that could be true, but I think you're sort of Cha-Cha's focal point among, like, actual people. I have a hard time believing Cha-Cha wouldn't pick up on that. Especially not as an aspiring body tattoo artist. Yeah. As an amateur tattoo artist. (laughs) Yeah. So you get the impression that some of this woodwork, in addition to the Cupless Rose design, seems to have elements from... You're not exactly sure how many styles there are. That part was always sort of vague to you. Probably because I would guess that Nix's explanation would sometimes get way too technical about subtle differences, even within a given school. So you're not exactly sure how many varieties there are, but they're clearly, you get the impression that there are elements of those tattoo designs from all the different schools on this wooden stand. Okay, after like really like taking to heart the the stands to inspire her future tattoo work, (laughs) Dilly gets chill. (laughs) I guess we're going to like listen to the door to see if Jima has passed. Okay. Give me a perception roll of 24. God damn it. 
It's because I regenerated her, isn't it? It's just that she's stealthy, and you're behind a door, so you, and you're not on the same side of the hallway she was on, so... Well, I'm not going to spend anything, so I got a 13. Fight me. Okay. Yeah, so you're not sure. I mean, you know that she can move very silently, so you're not sure if you're not hearing anything because she's not moving out there, or if she's already gone, or what the deal is. I guess I'm going to peek out in the hallway and just be like, ah. Okay. You peek into the hallway. Um, evens or odds? Even. Samson? I roll third one. Burning these dice. Fifteen. I rolled a fifteen. Okay, so, so I have to alternate. Samson is odds. Stace is evens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I come face to face with you. Okay. So you peek out and you can see... Jima has approached one door midway down the hallway and she's leaning down, assuming you presume she's picking the lock or something. But as you poke out, she freezes and you're going to have a moment here to react, but you can see the cowled head start to turn. I think Josh is going to say, that's not how you pick that lock. Oh, wow. I didn't even need to do the, the countdown. Stay <laughs> um, it. Jima turns and looks at you and says, Cha-cha, you made your way down here. I mean, it was that or stay and join the whatever's happening out there with the city guards or, you know, and they're not really good at defending this building. So I figured this was the better option. Also, there's like a giant monster coming towards us. So, hey, maybe. Giant monster. She just raises one eyebrow at that. So, you know how I um, upgraded you is the best way I want to say that. I can also pull things into existence. Is that? It sounds very matter-of-fact the way Cha-Cha's describing it. Is Cha-Cha trying to do anything with that, or is she just being matter-of-fact about it? Like, just conveying information? I think she's just being matter-of-fact about it. Like, well, we're fucked if we, you know, this is, this is what's happening. I'm going to say it's, you know, a positive thing because I did upgrade you and... This is, this is what's happening. Deal with it. That's unfortunate, Cha-Cha. Let me tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to go into this room, collect Nyx's things. I'm going to go back and collect Nyx. And then I'm going to go on my way with her. Where are you going with Nyx? And you can go anywhere else you want. But what about Nyx? Don't worry about it. Nyx is my concern now. Is that like a good concern or a bad concern? That's between me and Nyx. Will she come back? I can't guarantee that. Eventually, sort of. <laughs> At some point, we're going to end up back in Charmand. I don't think I'm coped to deal with this situation. Like, you're telling me a lot of things about my best friend going away, and maybe I'll see her, maybe I won't. It's hard to deal with. And, like, that's why I did that to you, because this is a very difficult time for me. I appreciate that, Cha-Cha. This is not really the ideal time for me to be doing any kind of emotional labor on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> Did Nyx agree to this situation? I told her I'd bring her her leg, and she said okay. Or actually, that's what she asked me to do, and I said okay. Before she goes, can I show her what I found? You promise not to intervene otherwise? I mean, even if I did, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't matter. Also a fair point. So, like... And like Chacha just shrugs like Come along. You can help carry. Okay. Maybe they've got some good stuff. 
So she opens this door. She had finished picking it already. And in there on the table is Nix's leg, as well as like some small personal effects, some shins, some things like that. No ciphers or artifacts that you see anywhere in here, but put in what seems to be like a exaggeratedly large cricket cage is Hubert the second. Catcha will grab Hubert the second. Okay. Are you grabbing Hubert the second out of a cage or are you just taking the cage? Evens are odds. <laughs> <laughs> Roland, she's gonna find out. She's gonna make a decision. We're taking the cricket cage with us, but like okay. door facing outwards. Okay. Is it open or is it still shut? It's currently still shut, but like it could open at any second. Jazz hands. Okay, cool. Jima grabs the leg, which you know for a fact is fairly heavy, but she sort of lifts it with her left hand without too much of an issue and sort of slings it a little bit over her shoulder. She grabs the shin. One thing I think is notable is that Nix's journal is nowhere to be seen hmm. in here. And Jima leads you out and down the hallway, and she knocks on another door. In front of this door, there is a dead traveler, sort of middle-aged man with short red hair. And she knocks and says, Nix, I'm back with your leg. Oh, and I got Hubert the second. Jasha? Yeah. Um, uh, I accidentally upgraded Jima. Uh, great. <laughs> Uh, and then you hear like a shuffling sound or whatever, scraping. I, I, might as well open the door, I guess. Dima leans down and it's just barely the tiniest touch of her lock picks and it unlocks and she opens the door and you guys see Nyx pretty soaked in blood that came from under the door. <laughs> you know, she was tied up on the ground because she had gotten out of her ropes one time before otherwise. And she is... She's only got one leg, and she doesn't look, like, physically, she does not look like she's in good shape. Like, the like even regardless of whatever recovery rolls Nyx has done, like, the bruises are still very bad. Has eating the uh, Crusher regenerated any health for Nyx? Has it been 90 minutes or more? No, she has not fallen asleep yet, and it's only been, like, 20 minutes. Okay, cool. This has been I just want to know. Um, will help. Jima hands the leg over towards Cha-Cha and says, I assume you know this. how this connects? I mean, if not, I can wing it. It's a, it's really straightforward. Like, it's not hard. Just slides in. Cha-Cha's just gonna shove it on. Boop. Okay. What are you gonna do with you the second while you do that? Because when she hands it to you, you realize you definitely need oh. both arms to... It's gonna it. open the door and let you bear the second out. Okay, so then while that's happening, you bear the second is going to hop over as fast as they can. And start nuzzling against Nix's nose. Aw, Nix nuzzles back. Is Nix still tied up? Yeah, essentially. Kind of. Like, I think you got free partly, but I don't think you've had time to, like, really get yourself all okay. the way free in the midst of all this. Oh, then Chacha's also going to help with that. I did not remember she was tied up. <laughs> and as you're doing that, and then as you bring the leg close to, like, that joint on Nix's hip, the hip lights up, as does the leg and it sort of like magnetically kind of gets pulled into place and snaps in. And then all of a sudden, Nyx, you have sensory information going all the way down that leg. And you realize that it is like you are whole again. You're no longer hindered from not having your leg. You're still hindered 
from being very sleepy after a heavy meal. But okay, Nick stands up. All right, chat, chat. So like, Jima hands you your bag of shins and you know a few other knickknacks that were still in there. But notably among them is not your journal, none of your ciphers or artifacts. They took my best shit, but I got you these. And she's gonna whip out the plates. Yeah, Nick's. When you look at the plates. The plates themselves just look like the same sort of ceramic, the same basic compass rose design on them. But you notice something odd in each one of them. You're not sure if you know what it is, and that's going to require an intellect roll of 12. This is very smart. (laughs) Would intrigue factor into this at all? I would give you intrigue on this. Yeah. It's a little bit unconventional to spot this, but yeah. 13. Okay, so you don't know the names associated with each of them, but you notice that each one of them is sort of like a symbol, almost like a glyph. And you recognize at least three of them as sort of, you don't remember which families they were, but you remember seeing that they were family, rich families in Chalmers when you were at school. And the other two, you know, you swear you saw somewhere in Charmond. And the last plate where those symbols are appears to be blank in that spot. Like it's not finished. Next. Wait, there's six or seven plates. I thought six. If I said seven before, then one other one is Charmond. Well, you said four plates coincide with families in Shalmas, two with families in Charmond, and then you, then an extra one is blank. So that'd be seven. Oh, yes, seven. Sorry. Seven plates. Okay. Nyx takes the plates, raises them over her head, and smashes them on the ground. All of them? All of them. Okay. Any particular order? Well, was any Nyx's family? No. That's the one your mom has. Right. No, no particular order. Okay. So, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so most of them you smash and nothing, you don't see any, notice anything untoward. Cha-Cha, give me a perception roll of 15. Oh, I didn't imagine that she smashed them one at a time. I imagined that she took the stack of six and just dropped them and threw them down all at once. Opa. Just like a classic Kung Fu demo. I mean, you, you'll break some that way, but... It's not going to be... Okay. You're not going to get them all broken. Okay. Okay. She'll do it in whatever way she thinks is going to break the the plates. So if throwing them all down doesn't work, then she'll start to do one at a time. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. As she's breaking these finished plates, for lack of a better word, you do see, like, bursts of energy that are invisible to everybody else kind of come off of the plate. And almost, you think, even though it's visual, you almost get the sensation of somebody screaming (laughs) as each one shatters. Nix, the plates are screaming. The, these plates are used, cha-cha, to do what has been done to my mom to other people. No, I'm just telling you they're screaming. I don't care either way, honestly. In pain, or...? Sounds like it when they shatter, it's a scream in pain. Like, mortal wound pain. Uh... Like, death on a dirty battlefield Ooh. pain. I think Chacha didn't make those sounds. Uh, 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 I mean, pain is subjective. <laughs> uh, fine, we'll uh, we'll put them on your. Come on, we gotta go, guys. We'll put them in your pack. Like I will say, you've at, you've at least destroyed two of them for sure. We'll deal with it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Chacha, here's the skinny. Jima is gonna take me to find my parents and key, and then like turn me into the queen. So we can all be executed. So we're going to go do that. Before you get to that, I'm sorry, what? Stace. 
while you were picking up the plates. Oh, no. The unfinished plate. Oh. I need you to make a might defense oh, no. roll of 15. I'll use my free. And you're hindered because you're tired. Okay. So 15. And then I'll spend two additional levels of might effort. Okay. So it's a nine. Nine. And I got a 19. Nice. So for a moment, you feel something from this plate reach out and grab at something inside of you. But you're able to shove it into the bag and let go. And it's sort of like forced to let go. But you felt like almost like it felt like almost like a hand, like reaching in and grabbing some vital part of you. And then as you pushed in the bag and let go, the hand kind of weakened and slipped. All right. Shall we? Like all three of us? Don't get any silly ideas now. Chacha, as long as you behave yourself, you can follow along, but I'd prefer if you didn't. Fair, but like, we all have to... I'd prefer if you did, Chacha. I'll follow along until we like get out of this general area, and then we'll reassess the situation. Pima says, that's fine, dear. I was always fond of you. So, but you got the good upgrades. I've seen him go bad. Chacha awkwardly smiles. He. I guess I'm just... She kind of grits her teeth. Lucky. And you, as she says lucky, you can see just a little bit of spike kind of protrude between two of her teeth for a second and then slip back in. That'll be useful. Like, you could use that for climbing. Still learning all of its applications. So, Jima starts, I would say, leading, except it's more like she's ushering you guys in a direction out of this building. It's about that time that we cut over to Dilly riding his ostrich, or rather, Aster riding the ostrich. Mm -hmm. And as Aster is riding the ostrich, Dilly, since you're looking through Aster's eyes, you can see all this, like, strange calculations happening, you know, all around. It's like, it's like Terminator vision, essentially, is what you're seeing. Like, as he's clocking everything around him. And then all of a sudden, you see some sort of warning, like, almost like a motion warning on the left-hand side, and your head turns, and you can see a figure about 20 feet tall of ebon and flame with long arms and pinchers and a flaming mouth and red eyes charging across the landscape, heading in the same direction you guys are. That's just kind of like looking off to the side like, not me. <laughs> Don't know who did that. Mm-mm. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> totally innocent. Dilly to Aster said, what? Do you know what that, what is, what is that? Vermin. <laughs> vermin? That's, oh, that's a little big to be vermin. And you notice that one thing is that when Aster looks at it, like, there is no threat assessment put on it. And Aster says, irrelevant to our purpose. But for our continued physical existence, we should keep our distance Master, I can see it. it's moving in the same direction we're moving. That's about to get very relevant to us. So we should stop. Uh, no, but... Oh, damn, what should we do? Uh. So I want you to step out of Dilly's head for a moment. I would ask you, Samson, as Aster, right. how does Aster handle this moment? Because Aster has an opportunity to either, like, warn Vlad and Stannis, give them direction, try to convince them to do something different, because right now you are definitely going to intersect with this large figure. Let me see if I can do something. I think what Aster would do is kind of manipulate the shadow claws that he has 
to make a little cut on their ostrich leg so that their ostrich starts slowing down a little bit. So Aster is putting mm. some space between Vlad and Stannis, because I assume uh, Aster doesn't view Vlad and Stannis as anything more than just, like, pawns to manipulate, if that's at all possible. Yeah. Uh, Seems very interesting. I mean, it's very Aster that, like, that's his way of slowing the mount down, is to wound it. Yeah, I think mostly that's probably, like, the easiest way to do it mid-run, while also kind of covering. Okay. With a wound like that, the creature is going to try to buck you off as it tries to rest, because it, it knows it's being attacked in some way. Yep. So this is time for you to pull up those special Aster stats. Oh, I got them. Okay. I need you to make some sort of might-based roll to stay on this thing and not get kicked off, and the difficulty is going to be a 15 to start. Two might points to use the Shadow Claws. Mm-hmm. So 15. Oh, it's a good thing Dilly is... I'm not going to finish that thought. Aster's going to add one level of effort. Uh-huh. Yeah, he knows he doesn't have a lot of might points to work with. So that's a 12, and I roll 12 exactly. Okay, awesome. Yeah, you managed to hold steady as this mount starts slowing down. Now, one of the things that you'll notice is that Aster's sight picked up this threat. It's very far away. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to intersect with you guys, but... It occurs to you now, Dilly, as Astra is doing this, that it's the kind of thing that maybe Vlad or Stannis wouldn't be able to spot yet. Because partly, I mean, Astra has the advantage that he's looking through your eyes, which can physically see perfectly in darkness. Yes. And that is part of the reason that uh, Aster has started to separate himself from Stannis and Vlad, because I think at this point, Dilly is going to try to okay. get Astra to say something like, hey, warn them. This They could get hurt, but Aster will not acquiesce to that. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's pull a card and see. Enveloping darkness. Hey, that's very... That seems very Astro-like. <laughs> Restriction, loss, endings. The enveloping darkness pretends an ending. Something draws quickly to a close. Could be a relief of affliction. It could be denial. Okay. Oh, these game narrative notes are rough here. <laughs> okay. Vlad turns back and says, Dilly, what are you doing? And then he sees your shadowy figure. And he turns and starts galloping back towards you. Interesting. I know for sure Dilly is going to try to get take back control of the, his body, but I don't know what Aster is going to do. Well, the card tells me what Aster is going to do. All right. So what do you want to do first? I'm going to offer you an XP, even though it came from a card. Oh, well, take it. Gimme. Who will you give the other XP to? Stace Chacha, how are you at with XP? I have four right now. Um, tier four. Nyx is tier four flat, but I haven't leveled her up yet because she's been in a center block room almost dead since she teared up. So there. So you don't have any XP right now, Stace? No. All right. You seem like you're going to need one at some point. So <laughs> take that. Okay. Astra can feel Dilly starting to try to reach back for control. Mm-hmm. And Astra says, not yet. We need to get away from these liabilities. They're not liabilities. And Vlad comes up and says, Dilly, you you can do this. You can take that control. And Aster reaches out with their shadow claws and plunges their hand into Vlad's chest. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And you can feel Aster's hand wrap around something wet and beating. And it says, Aster yanks 
Flod's heart from his chest. <gasps> that the shadows fade away. And Dilly, you have control again. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. fuck. Say something about this episode. <laughs> Man, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we're leaning really hard into the party makes everything worse. <laughs> like... <laughs> I, it's almost like this episode was full of anticipation for me, which I really enjoyed. I am eager to see how the chaos pays off, I feel like, in this next recording session. But I feel like all the pieces are there. And then, of course, Nyx has not processed her feelings about Jima yet. Jima's apparent betrayal. So mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions, where we offer our listeners a chance to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I'm going to recommend the app called Tandem. Okay. It is a mostly free language learning app, which helps you find partners learning your desired language around the world. I'm going to tell you right now, you, listener, this is not how you get on 90 Day Fiance. They tell you when you sign up, do not date on this app. So no 90 Day Fiance for you. That's a different app. And if you get on our Discord, I will tell you. I accidentally found it. So this is not your ticket to a foreign passport or immigration status. Correct. No K-1 visa for you. <laughs> Maybe I should do an intrusion on 90 Day Fiance next. Anyway, but I found it really useful because I only have the free version right now, but it shows you who's online, who's learning the language you want to pick, or not you want to pick, but what you're trying to learn and practice. You can say what kind of partner you're looking for. You can do text conversations, voice notes, video calls, audio calls, and the person you're talking to can give you like corrections on what you're telling them. This isn't a dating app? No, it's, it's not a dating app. I promise. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are paid features which make it seem more like a dating app because you can find people near you who are, know are, are learning the language or attempting to learn. So it seems more like a dating app if you pay for it. I don't know. <laughs> I enjoy it because like you can speak with native speakers who are like in the country of choice and they're just like, hey, and you're just like, hey, here's what I've been learning. Oh, so to be clear, it's like, you want to practice Japanese, so it connects you with somebody in Japan yep. who speaks Japanese who also wants to learn English. Yep. Well, they don't even have to learn English. Like, it can be any mix of what you're looking for because it also can translate what people are sending you. Okay. But yeah, so like, if I open the app right now, it'll... No, thanks. I'll update it later. It's going to give me a whole list of people who are online right now, what language they're speaking and what language they're learning. Mm-hmm. And if you go on their profile, it'll say, you know, their learning preferences, what languages, because you can pick more than one they're learning, any certificates they have, and what subjects they want to talk about. It's actually a pretty good app. Not for me. <laughs> okay, cool. What languages does it support? Well, let's go to my profile. And if I wanted to do languages, if I wanted to add a language I'm learning, it's got a, like, metric shit ton. Like, I'm still scrolling, and I'm doing that big old thumb scroll. Like, 
Oh, okay. They will let you learn whatever the fuck you want to learn. Like if I was just like, hey, I'm learning Telugu. They're like, bet we got you. Okay, cool. Very cool. And the name of it is Tandem again? Yes. Find it in your app store. You have to press a screening process to join. Okay, cool. But it's really easy. You're just like, yeah, I'm here to learn languages, not to date. (laughs) (laughs) So learn the language, not date. It sounds like they should probably just make a dating app. I feel like. With this in mind, just to like funnel everybody over there. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the app you need to use if you're trying to hook up at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. In reality, 90 Day Fiance also does recruit from the dating website. I think it's called Cupid International or International Cupid. If you want to get a 90 Day Fiance, go there. But yeah, they should create a secondary app and be like, or just like have a little switch that you can flip and be like, also here for dating. Or like you have to pay money to flip that switch and be like, date me. I don't know. (laughs) That'd be like a really good money winning. What, it gives you the cunning linguist's badge? (laughs) Yes. Don't roll your eyes at me, Samson. <laughs> I sorry. It does it on its own. <laughs> Don't even realize it. They're just gone. Whoosh. <laughs> okay. Well, if people wanted to tell us about their experiences using tandem for learning a language and definitely not dating. <laughs> Or about the podcast. How would they do that, Samson? Oh, well, we have a website that's also not a dating app, explorerswanted.fm. From there, you can find our socials on Twitter. We are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. We also have a Discord where we're very active on and talk about all the stuff that we feel like talking to people about. And you can find that at explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Also, if you want to support us, we have a Patreon. Support us at patreon.com slash explorerswanted. Uh, you can also support us by using our Dice Affiliate code with Die Hard Dice Explorers Wanted, unless it's a different code when you hear this. Again, just check the notes. Yeah, and honestly, if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing that you could do for us is to tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. Second best thing is leaving us a five-star written review on a podcast directory, specifically like Apple Podcasts. That makes the biggest difference. If you didn't like the show or if you just thought it was meh. Well, let me tell you, I dreamt last night that I was helping to investigate a suspected murder on a fairground. Everyone involved seemed certain that foul play had occurred, but there wasn't a body to be found anywhere. There was a sense of dread everywhere I went, the feeling that at any moment the killer would reveal themselves with a knife to my kidney. In the end, the only clue we found was a stand selling cotton candy, easily the most popular stand of the day. The seller looked familiar to me, wasn't sure why, so I went ahead and bought some with one of the fair's colorful tokens. But this fluffy sugar snack was strange. It honestly tasted most strongly of raw ground meat, day-old gouda, and horseradish. When I complained, the seller said that the spicing was a new style, all the rage at the other fairs. And when I then pressed them for their name, they said they were you. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Yeah, you got to be careful about those Scandinavian fairs. They have some weird ass food. I'm at Slam Potato. This is why I've invested in the Kidney Blocker 9000. I'm Realty Unicorn on (laughs) Twitter and Tea with the Unicorn on Twitch. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. Bye. bye.